I will definitely call you back later then. Come on, wrap it up. Big sharp it up. Okay, you don't wrap up the circle thing. Come on. Commissioner Parker, wrap it up, please. Okay. Okay, everybody, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. It's the end of the week. It's, uh, for me, the end of the year. I'm off next week. So, uh, yes, it is the end of all, uh, but not in that way. Uh, <laughs> joining me in the studio, we talk about the events of the week. I've got John Peacock, a former chair of the Downtown Improvement Board and a financial advisor at Edward Jones, and... We'll be filling in for me next week on Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday. Right? looking forward to it. Thanks. That's going to be a blast. And then it will be a blast. Julio Diaz, who is the host, as you may have heard, of the Pensacola Movie Club, and also let's go Pensacola, and a uh, uh, an expert at collectibles and movie related things, and also one of the I say key organizers. Is that still fair to say for Pensacon? Yeah, that's fair key to say. Key organizer yeah. for Pensacon. All right. We're, uh, we're in the midst of doing thirty-one days of thirty-one guests throughout oh, nice. December. Oh, nice. Wow. Uh, think we have a big one being announced on christmas day so okay all right christmas watch, gift to the community yeah, watch our social media also the man of many t-shirts julio diaz True. the man of many t-shirts <laughs> all right so we had a lot of things happen this week uh i don't know which one is exactly the biggest but let's talk about the january 6th committee first question before we enter and uh, uh the question is did you watch or how much of the january 6th committee hearings through the course of the year did you watch i will say what i said before which is i watched the beginning one to some degree. Uh, I actually watched the last one because it was short, uh, but I really didn't pay attention to it. My opinion is because I knew that it was going to be one-sided and I knew I didn't know enough to know what the other side was going to be. And to me, I thought I didn't want to hear just one side without hearing the other side. Republicans at blame because they they didn't participate, but that was my take. Uh, Julio, did you watch? I watched some, but I didn't watch it, you know, like, you know, religiously or anything like that. I, you know, more or less I saw clips of it more than anything else. Anything about the outcome that surprised you or? Well, I mean, I don't necessarily think it's fair to say that it was one-sided because there were some Republicans on the, on the, the committee. Well, I, yeah, whether, but feel like they're, they're, <laughs> they're the barely Republicans, real right? Republicans or not. I mean, I don't know how you say Liz Cheney is not a real Republican. But I would say it's not so much that they're not Republicans so much as they're not a dissenting voice for the unanimous things that were being presented by the committee. That's what I think. That may be. That may be. Uh, I I mean, I I don't know why we needed a commission to tell us that what happened on January 6th was bad. I, I think that should have been obvious to anybody, but you know, we'll we'll see. They've made their recommendations. I think that the recommendations probably don't matter one way or the other. Either the Justice Department is going to charge people, or they're not going to charge people. They've obviously charged a lot of the people that actually did the perpetration well, of physically present the right. capital that day. But whether they go above and beyond that remains to be seen. I think we we'll probably will see some charges, but. Yeah, to me, to me, I thought that, I mean, it was essential. This was the third impeachment, right? This is the, uh, make the ongoing case against President Trump, and ultimately the voters are going to are going to decide whether they want him as nominee uh, and whether they want him as president. John, did you watch very much of it throughout the year? Yeah, I didn't watch any of it. I, I didn't need to watch it. I watched what happened on January 6th, right? And I yeah. came to my own conclusions. As Julio said, you know, it, it doesn't take uh, months and months and months in committee meetings to figure out that that was really bad. And, and. Uh, while I agreed with most, not all, but most of former President Trump's policies, I I, w- I wouldn't vote for the guy again ever. And I hope I hope he's. I, I I just think that we don't need him to do the policies that a lot of people that support him agreed with, right? So I think he's he's not good for our country. I, I think he did some really stupid things. 
Uh, well, I appreciate him putting himself out there. He, in my opinion, he's the reason why we're in a situation we are now. Right. And, you know, and I, what I had always said basically about Trump is I'm the same with you is I very much support the policy. And I thought, I hoped honestly that the kind of weird personality that he is would be effective as a leader, as a person who would get yeah, shake things up a little bit. Yeah, right? w- and would be a nonconformist, would be outside the box, not the main. And also that that might be good for dealing with some of these tyrants around the world who clearly will walk all over President Biden, at, at least in my opinion. Um, President Trump, himself a bully, knows how to stand up to bullies, and I thought that would be valuable. So, But a lot of the quirky, strange, and yeah. you know, erratic kind of things always bothered me, and you know, they still Became do to a this circus. day. He, he's not only bad for the country, he's bad for the Republican Party. No doubt. Well, I mean, the, put, the last few elections have borne that out outside of Florida. Right. And, and, and in Florida, we have a unique case in Governor DeSantis, and this is why the Republicans are in such a very strange place right now, because uh, a lot of Republicans are still highly loyal to President Trump, and a lot of other Republicans are like, come on, fellas. <laughs> we need to, uh, yeah, we can do and, this with somebody and, else, and you know? If the Republicans are ever going to be a major party again, they've got to they've got to leave him behind. They're again, down. again, yeah. outside of Florida, where it's really not about him and it's been entirely about the pandemic and, and Governor DeSantis. Uh, one of the other things that we had this week was uh, Vladimir Zelensky came and gave a, what I, I, this is a pejorative way to say it, but a sales pitch, right? I mean, he was coming to ask for $45 billion from Congress in a bill that had stalled or was uncertain okay it did get passed the sales pitch worked i don't think he persuaded a lot of people i matt gates went on twitter and you know said he didn't persuade me i'm sympathetic for them but i'm not going to change my vote on this but um did you watch the speech what did you th- I, I personally i thought it was a very good speech and it didn't change me because i was already there but it was you know depth to the experience and that sort of stuff john now, I, I watched some of it most mostly clips but you know the, the trouble i had was sending I mean, I have no problem supporting Ukrainian people for sure, but I, I want accountability, right? Yeah. The problem is we're sending billions and billions, and we have no idea where it's being spent, right? And I know some Ukrainian folks that are here, and there's both sides of that argument, whether it's being corrupt. was more corrupt Russia, more corrupt Ukraine. There's right. a lot of issues there. So I want to support them, and, and I would support them. I just want accountability. That seems fair to the American people. And, and I have— I have no problem with, uh, you know, using our military materiel, you know, and letting them fly the planes and drive the tanks and use the missile batteries. Uh, Because to me, that's us doing the one thing we can do, which is produce stuff that will help degrade the Russian military capability, which is an adversary of ours. And it doesn't cost us any lives. That's all of the plus. But, yeah, just sending money when you're talking about, I mean, that's. Two, two and a half aircraft carriers worth of money for the third now appropriation up to $100 billion. That is an enormous sum of money. Julio? Yeah, I, I agree that there probably needs to be some accountability. I, I mean, I the the material I, I agree with, I don't, I don't think you, anybody can really disagree with that. And if you do, I mean, I, I don't understand why anybody would. I don't understand why anybody would not want to oppose Putin. I remember when, you know, that used to be a Republican priority was to, right? to oppose, you know, Russian aggression. And now, now it seems like there's some, some, not all, some Republicans that think, oh, no, Putin should be our best buddy. I, I don't, I make, don't know I about don't, that. They wouldn't go that I, far. Yeah, I don't, some, I, I don't, some, I, I, well, no, no, you got no, some in, some. in every party is going to be wacko, right? Yeah, but yeah. I think the vast majority don't, would never consider Putin no, to be I, our friend. I, I, so I, I, I think that's a mistake. I think the, yeah. the Republicans who are dubious about Ukraine, I'm not, but those who are, uh, their concern is with Ukraine itself, with you know some of the history there, some of the corruption, which we know these are problems. I mean, they're not. Re- I don't know that they're ready to be a NATO partner. I mean, all of that stuff. Um, 
but you can still recognize that a country who wouldn't normally be your first preference for immediate ally in the past has now been invaded, sure, <laughs> you know, and its people are being terrorized and victimized, and therefore, what we can do to help. And there are absolutely humanitarian needs there, and I also have no yeah. problem with money going to this. But yeah, if it's being spent right, right, that's yeah, the accountability account- part. The humanitarian aid often doesn't get to the people that needs it. To build on Hillary's point earlier about the Republican Party in the future. You're, you're absolutely right. They, they need to stop just opposing and come up with ideas, right? Immigration, yes, here's as, the you better talked, way. as you talked earlier, what's the immigration plan? Where are we going to spend money? Wherever we're going to spend it, right? The, uh, the Republicans have become the party of no, which I think used to be the Democratic Party, right? It, it just seems like the entire platform is Biden bad, right. which A, isn't... Well, it's but not that's not okay for the Democrats. That's not unlike the Democratic <laughs> Party, right? right. That's well, not unlike the Democratic Party. But I don't really party, think right? that's ever been... I, I mean, yeah, you can say that, and yeah, there is some truth to it, but... There, there has been significant legislation passed over the past two years, and that's that, that's true. And yeah. There, 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 there yeah, the Republican Party needs to start there. coming out with ideas: healthcare reform, immigration reform, mm. all those things. I mean, the and four of us in this room that we believe in that. The stuff, four of yeah. us in this room can solve immigration in about a half an hour with a bottle of wine and a, and a couple pieces of paper, right? I mean, it's not that hard, <laughs> especially um, if we listen to Candy. If we, well, Candy's already got the ideas, right? Um, Eight forty-seven <laughs> on News Radio ninety-two-three. It's the wrap. Let's get her in here with traffic. So not no an opinion. immigration solution, yeah, unless you have it. <laughs> I do not. Uh, this is uh, brought to you by ECUA I-10 East and Westbound. It's clear. No issues with any on or off ramps. I-110 North and South clear as well, traveling at posted speeds. Traffic on the Fives brought to you by ECUA. The elimination of recycling contamination starts with you. To learn more, go to livegreenecua.com. Discover which products you can and cannot recycle. Do that today. Traffic tips, text 437-1620, News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Oh, are you done? I guess you are. I am. Okay. As a business owner, you have a lot on your plate. Managing staff, growing your business, training new hires, and more. With so much going on, you need Avalon. An IRS certified PEO, Avalon HR can help from running your payrolls, submitting state and federal taxes, helping with COVID employee retention credits, workers' compensation insurance, employee benefits, and HR expertise. Avalon HR lets you focus on your core business while we handle the rest. Avalon HR. Employing made easy. Hey, I'm Sandy Zern, marketing consultant for Cat Country News Radio, ESPN, and Pensacola's Playlist. I want to wish you and your family a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hi, this is Traffic Director Jeremy. I want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. From our locally owned family of stations, ESPN Pensacola, 99.1 FM, 1330 AM, News Radio 92.3 AM 1620, and Cat Country 98.7 to your family. Happy holidays, have a great Christmas, and a happy new year. Stream us online at newsradio923.com or download the News Radio Pensacola app. Help me, Clarence, please. Please. I want to live again. I want to live again. I want to live again. Please, God, let me live again. And nobody could ever accuse Frank Capra of under-dramatizing something. <laughs> Nobody no could lie. ever. 849 here on almost 850 here on News Radio 923. Uh, it is cold. It's going to be cold again tomorrow. And then on uh, Sunday, if you got lucky and you didn't wrap your pipes and they didn't freeze today, do it. Do it today because you don't want to wake up to that tomorrow. Uh, you know, I was really surprised. We got the wrap here with uh, John Peacock and Julio Diaz. 
I was very surprised last Thursday. Uh, City Council in Pensacola took up a measure that was proposed by Casey Jones, and uh, D.C. Reeves had come on the show and kind of defended it, and it was to ban smoking in city parks. And there's a kind of a wrangle on some of the particulars that don't really matter all that much, but basically they voted it in first reading that uh, they'll have a second reading in January, and they're going to ban cigarette smoking in all, and vaping also in all of the city parks, basically without exception. Okay, uh, cigars are going to be okay because the state law still preempts cigars. Uh, and uh, for example, you know, Community Maritime Park is included. Osceola is excluded because it's outside the city limits. But uh, basically, what surprised me about this is the 6-0 vote. Eventually, they had some difficulties figuring out what they were voting for, but eventually they voted 6-0 unanimously for it. Nobody spoke. Not a single person came and talked about how I like to smoke in parks. Please don't ban me. And I like. Do people not care? Even some of the, you know, I sometimes joke like Larry Downs likes to get up and he'll always talk about how you're violating his freedom in the Constitution. And even he didn't show up. Like nobody showed up to defend this. Am I misreading where we're at on smoking, Julio? I, I think most people, I mean, there obviously there are people that are addicted that are continuing to, but I think most people don't want to be around it at this point. They're just as happy seeing yeah. it prohibited, even in an outdoor space like a city park. I, you know, I, I don't use the city parks on a regular basis because I live outside the city limits, but mm-hmm. I am at Regency Park, which is a county park, every day walking. And you look I, great, by the way. Congratulations. Okay, you. You've been losing weight, so, so fantastic. 65 pounds down and counting. Nice. So, yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I don't want it when I'm over there walking, and I hate seeing cigarette butts all over the place, which I do. You know, so. Yeah, the litter is no doubt. I mean, I, yeah. I used to do volunteering with Ocean Hour a lot for my sons for their Bright Futures hours, and uh, oh my God, you 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 can never clean up all the cigarette butts. It's an impossible task. John, I, I agree. I think there's a lot of voter apathy too, and people just don't. You know, there's only a few people to go to these meetings all the time, and a few people to speak. But obviously, this is not a real compelling issue to most people, or else either on pro or, or con side, right? I think most people are just okay with that. I mean, you can't smoke in most you know most places, most buildings, right? Uh, restaurants, all that kind of stuff. It's just just become part of fact, right? I, yeah, and, and I think it's kind of a both. I, I think partially it's the people who would prefer to be able to continue to, you know, have a cigarette when they're out for their walk or something like that. Uh, they apparently felt like, well, you know, here's another thing I lose and, okay, nothing I can do about it. But also that, can I make a difference? Will they listen to me? Will it matter? And I know in a lot of cases people who feel like they don't want something to happen don't feel like they can be heard, which is a very troubling thing in the county. I think they feel a little bit more like they can be heard at the city than maybe at the county at the commission level, but there's definitely that perception. So that kind of apathy about it, you know, I'm opposed, but what can I do? Well, you know, two loud people can sway a council. And look, I'm not telling you to go do it because it doesn't matter to me. I'm not a smoker and I'm fine with a smokeless park environment, even though I've kind of been the defender of the smokers on this point because I don't like infringing on people's freedoms when you don't have to. But, uh, you know, if if nobody cares, I'm not going to care for you. I mean, I'll care for if If I had 10 smokers or other people who showed up at city council and wanted to protest this, I would be on their side, and I will articulate that. But if nobody cares enough to do it for themselves, I'm not going to do it for you. I, I don't like infringing on the rights of other people either unless they're, them indulging in their rights is infringing on my rights. But do you have a right to not smell smoke? I, I don't, That's I, a bit strong I as language, right? I think you have a right? right to not get poisoned. I, I think Come that, on! I mean, Secondhand think, smoke at a city park is not poisoning you. Uh, In a room, 10 packs, and you can't see across the room, okay, fine. At a city park, you're not going to be poisoned from that. I, 
you know, and you can walk away. (laughs) Yeah. But it also depends on who you are. I mean, if you have severe asthma, if you understand there are, you know, there are poisoning may be a bit hyperbolic. I'll admit that. But you can harm inconveniencing you, can, you, irritating you, or you could be harming other people's health, yeah. and I, I, that's where I kind of draw. I'm less concerned about the health part is the is the uh, cleanliness part. You know, I was yeah. in Japan in February 2020, and I was shocked at how clean Tokyo was. No oh, cigarette butts yeah. anywhere. You can only smoke in these little booths, like a bus stop booths, and there was disposal. There was no trash cans anywhere. You took your trash home. I'd love our country to be like that, right? And take and, and take pride in our country. So I was more concerned about. Uh, and ha- happy about the ordinance being passed from a cleanliness standpoint. It's just a, our town is and not our true. town is not clean. And, and at look, all. you know, laws in general get passed not because everybody misbehaves, but because enough people misbehave right. that it causes a problem that needs a solution, right? right. And certainly, butt litter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, it's and, no and, doubt a massive problem. And it's interesting because I agree with you that the town is not as clean as it should be. But it is also interesting if you go other places in the country how much cleaner we are than a lot of other places. Yeah, I don't I care about in, them. I care about us. Yeah, I, I was in San Diego for a couple of weeks this year, and man, compared to San Diego, we are neat as a pen. You know, I, I guess I guess for me, uh, I I look around and in the places I drive, there are just certain stretches of roads where it's it's like they think it's a trash heap. And, no doubt. You know, and, yeah. and, and we gotta how do we fix pride that? In our community, right? I mean, yeah. just take pride. Yeah. So we absolutely should do better. If uh, if cigarette smokers are throwing stuff everywhere, then then you know we shouldn't allow it, right? Not in the city parks. So. That's great. Right. It's 8.55 here on The Wrap. I've got uh, John Peacock and Julio Diaz in studio with me. Let's get traffic from Candy Cullerton. Avalon Boulevard, clear through Garcon Point Bridge. Traffic on I-10 east and westbound. Traveling at posted speeds and no slowdowns reported in Gulf Breeze Parkway east or west. If you have traffic tips, text 437-1620. News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. The uh, governor has asked for a grand jury to be impaneled in order to investigate whether the vaccine manufacturers or distributors or whomever might be their target defrauded Floridians in their representation of the vaccines, their efficacy, their safety, any of that stuff. Uh, The Supreme Court said, yeah, sure, let's do that. Only Jorge Labarga, who is a holdover from, uh, I believe he's a holdover from Christ, maybe, who nominated him anyway. um, So they're going to do this. They're going to have an investigation in Florida. It seems to me like this would be a federal Absolutely. It seems more appropriate to me as a federal, but I know what the DeSantis administration would say, which is, well, if they're not, we will. And certainly, you know, if Floridians, a major subset of the United States, were harmed and they violated federal or they violated state law, fraud, that kind of thing. I know it's political. I know he's running for president, too. Like, you know, obviously. But it seems like if the vaccines are good and safe and were not misrepresented, then you want the exoneration opportunity. If they were problematic, you want to find that out so we can do something about it. Does this seem appropriate to you guys, John? Yeah, to me, it, it, again, I like Governor DeSantis a lot, but sometimes I think he picks fights we don't need to pick, mm-hmm. right? The whole Disney thing was an example, right? He wanted to pass the, the law about the um, teaching sex ed. and rights. Mm-hmm. So, so do that. And then when Disney squawks, leave it alone. Let them squawk, let them complain, all that kind of stuff. And this is just another example, right? If you think that... Um, you're making a big show about this until you have evidence that really is um, that there might be some leave it alone let somebody else deal with it and you know look with uh, Republicans controlling the house you could maybe trust that they'd pick this up they're right. going to do a lot of other stuff you might yeah. well imagine that Who other than actually pass things that people care about right yeah um, I think it's a cynical stunt 
and I think it's nothing more. It's it's this is, and it's not the first thing that DeSantis has done that's been a, a cynical stunt aimed towards his eventual run for the presidency. So, do you think he genuinely believes that there's fraud, or are you saying you'd think he knows there wasn't fraud, but he's doing this to appease the base? I think he's doing this to appease the base. I don't know what what his real like personal held opinion is on vaccines. Although, I, as far as I know, I believe he got vaccinated. I, I believe he? he did too. Yeah, but not um, then uh, the boosters. I think he was right. pretty cagey about that. Right. He, I I think he's changed his mind on them. I personally, I think that he was an advocate. Obviously, in the beginning, you know, it, his administration did everything they could to roll vaccines out, uh, especially to the elderly and to uh, you know uh, facilities, but. Based on bringing Ladapo in and some of the other stuff, I think he's changed his opinion about vaccines. You know, I have not, okay, but, you know, he's one that has. So I I view it as both a gen—it's a political—clearly it's political, but also he thinks this. But we disagree about you know, well, his character I mean, on this matter. I, I, I am a believer in the efficacy. I just got boosted again a couple weeks ago. And I have, so far, knock on wood, not gotten COVID. Never had it since. So. Never had a period. Last thing quickly, eggnog yay or eggnog no? John? Not, not me. I can't do it. No My thanks. wife loves it. I cannot do it. Oh, man. Uh, it, it's, just, it's, just it's, it's, it's milk you can eat with a fork. I mean, that's always a good thing. <laughs> John Peacock and Julio Diaz, thanks for coming in, guys. Merry Christmas. Merry John, Christmas, have fun everybody. next Wednesday. Looking Merry forward Christmas. to it. Merry Christmas. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola. A movie filmed in Pensacola being picked up on a streaming service. Also, CEO of uh, Citizens Insurance stepping down. Those stories and more after this update from Fox News.